0: Welcome to the following presentation from Spider Sports Properties and Playfly Sports. And thanks for listening to Richmond Athletics on Auto 61 ESPN. It's lunchtime, a great time to talk spider football. This is Behind the Web with University of Richmond head coach Russ Huseman. Live from the brass tap at Libby Mill Midtown. Today's show is brought to you by the University of Richmond School of Professional and Continuing Studies, Bryant Heating and Cooling, World of Beer, Lux Chevrolet, and... Virginia 529. Join in online anytime and be a part of the show with your questions and comments. Text 804 327 0888. Email behindtheweb at richmond.edu or on Twitter using spider voice at Richmond Athletics, or at ESPN Richmond. Now, here's the voice of the Spiders, Bob Black, with Coach Huseman. This is Behind the Web, presented by The Brass Tap on 106.1 ESPN Richmond and the Spiders Sports Network
1: wickersham takes the snap steps up runs right up the hash mark to the 40 to the 45 drags a tackler across the 50 and is brought down in morgan state territory at the 46 for a spider first down
2: now spider fans you're going to see a lot of that
3: this year he is into the end zone for the spider touchdown after they unpiled the bodies they saw that it is a spider touchdown for kyle wickersham great opening drive for Kyle Wickersham in his first college start. Baker's gonna go right after him, and here comes the rush, and down he goes. Tristan Wheeler blitzing from his linebacking spot, picks up the quarterback sack the first of the year. Well, from Tristan Wheeler's first quarterback sack of the year to the first behind the web coaches radio show of the year, welcome everyone who's in house with us today as well as listening on 1061 ESPN, RichmondSpiders.com, and ESPN Richmond. Com. First radio show of the year and our first one at our brand new location, the Brass Tap, Libby Mill Midtown, right on Staples Mill Road. Plenty of free parking and plenty of time and room for you to come on out and have lunch, talk some college football and some spider football with us on our premier edition, season premiere of Behind the Web. Our special player guest coming up here in just a little bit. Welcome back, the return of Aiden Murray, who missed all of last year and picked up right where he left off before the that with a quarterback sack as part of his performance in Saturday's game at Robin Stadium. Coach Isman, welcome back. Another year of behind
4: the web, new location. I see you've already been studying the menu hard, haven't you? Yeah, this place looks sweet. I mean, really nice place here. I, I, I... First time I've been here, but a uh, really nice place. Looks great. A lot of TVs to watch the games. Of course, they'll have the NFL game
3: on tonight, the college games on on the weekend, and when the Spiders are playing, they'll be on a couple of these TVs as well. So we're really looking forward to a great year. All right, let's cut to the chase. Not a great start for the Spiders Saturday. Not the result we were looking for or probably not the result that we expected, Russ. Uh, the phrase I heard from your guys this week was flush it out. So how did you and the guys kind of go about flushing out last Saturday and move on to this Saturday?
4: Yeah, I mean, it was pretty obvious we didn't play uh, very well. Um, I think defensively we we played good enough to win. Uh, you know, we held them 235 yards. And, you know, we had some mistakes and they got some big plays there. But, uh, you know, for the most part we played pretty good offensively. Uh we gotta be way better than that. And then uh you know, we we covered kicks and punts fine. We just didn't we didn't kick it real well. Um obviously two missed field goals and you know the first kickoff, you know, is not what we were looking for and, and that one got out to about the four I don't even know, about, about the forty yard line and you know we can't we can't do those things. We gotta kick the ball better. Uh we gotta play better on offense, we gotta sustain blocks. So, you know, it wasn't – obviously, it's not even close to, I think, what we're going to be. Um, got in Sunday, made the corrections, and, uh, and then uh, put it behind us and started on Michigan State.
3: And you and I talked about this a little bit yesterday, but this was different than last year. When you kept saying last year's team, they'd come in Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, you couldn't tell if they had won or lost. On Saturday, of course, there were a lot of wins for the spiders last year. That was different with this group, wasn't it? When they when they came in, I think you used the word agitated, which makes sense and probably became a, a positive for your practice sessions this week.
4: You know, I don't know if the players were agitated. I was agitated, and uh, that kind of, you know, hopefully we were going to get back to physical play. You know, it was we we didn't play physical, especially you know on the offensive side of the ball. And you know that partly is it's probably all my fault because you know we got into the Morgan State Prep, which was on Thursday prior to the following week, so you know about nine days leading up and and you know and it's kind of my decision. let's back off. It was a long camp, it was a physical camp, and um you know i wanted to I wanted to come into this thing healthy and uh so we went back out there Tuesday and, and got physical. And and every time, you know, whenever we had scout team going, I mean, we made those guys go as hard as they possibly could. Uh, so Tuesday and Wednesday practice, practices were really good. And then we had a walkthrough today. So, um, you know, we can't – we just can't go in and just say, all right, we got to – you know, we got to save our guys for game day. I mean, they got to practice and, and – uh you know if you get somebody hurt you get somebody hurt and and uh that's the way the game is and uh so i, I don't you know that's probably not the only reason but um you, you know we got to finish blocks and get and and be physical and those types of things um, you know we didn't block well on the perimeter mm-hmm. you know we had some runs in there You know, probably, you know, Savon's really good at making people miss. And, you know, as he got through, you know, he would see a a DB or somebody. And instead of having the opportunity to make him miss, guys from the inside or the outside were kind of falling off their blocks and and making it tough for him, you know, to make a guy miss. And, you know, if we finish those blocks, you know, I'll take my – I'll take the odds of him making somebody miss at the next level. And we never got to that. And uh, so uh, we got to be better. Um, I think our offense knows we have to be better. Defensively, we got to be better. Uh, and then we got to kick the ball better. Can you get into the mind of your guys? And obviously, Aiden's
3: going to come up here in a little bit and we can directly ask him. But how they mentally responded to what you did as far as practices were concerned this week?
4: Well, you know, in a Sunday meeting, um, you know, I kind of got after him pretty good. Um, and they, they, got, they got to understand that just, you know, pointing a guy out and say, I got him, is is really not good enough. It's finishing that block. Um, I think for the most part we, you know, a couple times we didn't, but for the most part we went to the right guys. We just we didn't. I mean, they just whooped us up front and, uh, you know, even in the, in the secondary. And uh, so – we we got to get better there no question about that so i think you'll get the gist of this but as you attacked
3: practice this week did it really matter who the opponent is coming up you know what i'm saying like Correct. coming off of that did it really matter whether it was michigan state
4: morgan state delaware state or a caa opponent it, it really did and at that point in time it was what what do we got to do to get better and uh you know and and it, it, it that's the point you know we got we got to figure out you know, all right. how can we get better um, and, and, and do the things we need to do? Obviously, we're game-playing at Michigan State, and, and we're putting their fronts out there and doing all that, and we understand how good they are. But, um, you know, we had, to, we had to get better ourselves. 804-327-0888 is our text
3: line if you've got a question or comment for Coach Usman or for Aiden Murray who's going to be up here with us in just a little bit and you can also email your questions behind the web at richmond.edu behind the web at richmond.edu uh, Russ things started so well I mean that opening drive didn't it? it it looked great 12 plays 75 yards a little over 5 minutes a little mix of, of run and pass you know what were you kind of Seeing and sensing in that drive that, after that drive, unfortunately wasn't there.
4: Uh, I mean, yeah, we took it down and scored, and, and that was good. But uh, you know, you probably didn't even notice it. But the second play of the game, when Kyle runs a quarterback draw for eighteen yards, we don't block the uh, or we don't block their right tackle. He just comes straight on through, and thank goodness Savon just got a little piece of him, and then. And then Kyle just kind of shoved him out of the way with his arm and, and, and it went. And you can't you can't do those things. We script out fifteen plays. Mm-hmm. We walked through that. We walked through that front. And for us not to block a guy is 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 ridiculous. But thank goodness Kyle, you know, shed him and you know everybody's clapping eighteen yard gain when it could have been a six yard loss. Kyle's performance, uh, what was your
3: kind of evaluation of him? The numbers show twenty three of thirty, hundred and sixty-nine yards through the air he did have the one interception on the long ball and then was the leading rusher for us in fact as it turned out on saturday with 21 carries for a total of 39 yards that includes
4: the negative yards on five quarterback sacks yeah um yeah i thought kyle you know played well uh, you know he missed some things but young guys do that uh miss some throws shouldn't have threw the post there i mean the guy was covered i mean check it down um but actually you know if he's re- he's reading the safety and the safety came down mm-hmm. so they didn't have a post safety on that their corner just played it really well but you know probably shouldn't have thrown that one but that was his read and uh you know the great ones the experienced one and i'm not saying Kyle's going to be really good but the experienced ones look and all right that that post is pretty good pretty covered let's just check it down right there um 21 carries is, is not what we're looking for. But if you, if you think about it, you said the five sacks, um, you know, the uh, four quarterback sneaks. Um, so, right. you know, we're probably about where we want him to be in, in the run game. How about from the turnover
3: perspective? I mean, that's obviously a bugaboo. Every coach every week says key to the game is limiting turnovers and getting turnovers.
4: Yeah, I mean, the 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 fumble on the ten yard line. Um, just you know, they blitzed and the, the ball was coming out. It was going to be a first down. Um, and uh, we, we our, you know, our back missed. Just barely got a piece of the linebacker, and you know, the linebacker gets a hand on it. You know, if he squares him up in the hole like he's supposed to you know that ball gets all because kyle's throwing getting ready to throw the ball and that's why it comes out so that's not on kyle uh we we got to protect him better uh for sure in that in that situation and and we will get better uh, you know at that but you know it was that's a that's a tough one and then you know they get it first and go on a 10 and we misfit a we didn't set the front correctly we still could have survived we just didn't fit it correctly and uh you know, they scored that one. And then the muff punt by um, Savon, you know, I asked him in, the, in a special teams meeting because I, I love Savon. He's one of my favorite players and just a tremendous player. And, you know, he he kind of – you could see when he went to catch the ball, the guy – he should have fair caught it, mm-hmm. and he, he he knows that. But he didn't think the guy was – coming down as quickly and then once he got to the ball and the guy was on him he didn't fair catch he tried to pull away from the defender and the ball comes out Um, you know and and it's a guy just trying to make a play man I think he's gonna make a ton of plays this year for us and and uh, you know things things like that happen you know, nobody felt worse than Savon in that situation. We still could have got the ball back. We, you know, we we kind of didn't do real well uh, on one run play there that they got down the sideline. But uh, we could have got it back with you know plenty of time to to play there. But um, you you know that one, and and I, I can't even remember the fourth one. But um, uh, so I'm thinking. <laughs> Had the yeah. one interception
3: and three fumbles,
4: yeah. Right? Uh, Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, yay, Vaney. You know, just oh, yeah, trying just to switch the ball. The ball right. Yeah, yep. Trying to switch the ball on a bubble screen. Yep. And, you know, the, we can't, those things can't happen. Yep. I mean, we've got to hang on to the football. All right, let's finish up the first segment but
3: on a positive note. How All about right. the turnovers that, that we did get in that game? You get D'Angelo Stocker with his first career interception. Uh, the lateral that you recovered. And then I thought, well, really a terrific play by Marlon Lewis on the strip sack
4: yeah you know that was, which a lot of us didn't as, as they see were going you know but and that's that's just a really good football player making a play you know he, he as they're going down he pulled the ball out which was pretty good uh stock getting the first interception was pretty cool so um you know and in the lateral you, you know that obviously that was a backward throw whether we got on that thing or not it was questionable <laughs> yes. but you know they gave it to us which was which was good uh, so yeah I mean we created three um you know we had the ball we we started drives inside their territory uh multiple times and either missed field goals or Uh, you know matter of fact missed field goals on those Mm -hmm. all right hold off on talking about this big
3: fella because he's going to join us here at the head table and we'll talk about the impact he had in returning to the lineup and the quarterback sack that he had you're going to hear that and then you're going to hear from him about it as well defensive tackle Aiden Murray our guest on our season premiere of Behind the Web we're live at the Brass Tap Libby Mill Midtown on 106.1 ESPN
1: with tons of televisions, the Brass Tap's the best place to watch your favorite team, and the Brass Tap has great food and cold drinks to enjoy while you catch the game. Join Richmond Spiderhead football coach Russ Husman and Bob Black every Thursday during football season at our Richmond location at Libby Mill Midtown from noon to one for Behind the Web as they talk spider football and break down upcoming matchups. Enjoy signature Brass Tap Classic
5: Pizzas all day Thursday for just $10. The Brass Tap, great times, well crafted. At the University of Richmond School of Professional and Continuing Studies, our students are driven by change. They arrive with a variety of professional and educational experiences, the determination to do more, and an unbelievable ambition to succeed. Through undergraduate and graduate degree programs, professional certificates, boot camps, and professional training and development programs, our students gain the tools and knowledge to better themselves and the organizations they serve. Learn more about how we help adult students drive change at spcs.richmond.edu.
2: Buying a vehicle is like buying a house. Many aspects of the purchase can lead to questions. Fortunately, Lux Chevrolet in Ashland has 100 years of experience to help their customers buy their next Chevy or used vehicle. They combine a modern, interactive website at luxchevrolet.com with old-school customer service to make the entire process easy. So don't buy from some online startup. Put your trust with Lux Chevrolet in Ashland. 804-798-9261 or online at LuxChevrolet.com. You're a local dealer with worldly experience.
6: We've teamed up with Bryant Heating and Cooling for a special enter to win opportunity at all Spider Football home games this season. One winner per game will receive four tickets and exclusive access to the climate-controlled Bryant Heating and Cooling Comfort Suite at Robin Stadium. Each winner will also receive a $100 concessions voucher, a dedicated comfort concierge, and get to watch the game from the comfort of indoor seating visit bryantcoolsrichmond.com and enter to win today bryant heating and Cooling, whatever it takes (laughs) my dad has a cold
0: (coughs) but also has it's over now more behind the web live from the brass tap at libby mill midtown on 1061 espn and the spider sports network on third down and seven Spiders looking for a three
3: and out. Here they come, and they've got themselves a quarterback sack inside the five-yard line. Aiden Murray, welcome back, Aiden. And that was a sack without the benefit of a blitz. That's just the front four on the defensive line just going
2: after it and getting it done. A really terrific job to start the second half of that Richmond defense. Stop the run and sack the quarterback on third down
3: great formula there for the Spiders led by our guest today on Behind the Web Aiden Murray coming back after missing all of last year with the Achilles tendon injury, was in on four tackles, that quarterback sack he was in on another tackle for loss really made an impact and plugged the middle of that defensive line for the Spiders. Russ, before we bring him on to talk about all of that just your perspective and your thoughts on what Aiden went through to be out for the whole year and to come back and make that kind of impact in his first game back
4: it was nice to see I mean for him to get that sack there um, he was so good in 21 I know everybody knows the the type of player he was and you know he's voted a captain going into 22 Uh, that's what our players thought about him and uh, you know and then he had the Achilles deal in the summertime and uh, you know I know it crushed him but we 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 knew we could get him back for this year and we're so thankful we got him back. He's, he's a tremendous leader, um, just an outstanding person and, and uh, you know, a big-time football player. And, 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 and again, he's going to get better and better now. You know, the, he, hadn't, he didn't practice a whole lot um, in, in the preseason now. He, he's kind of getting his feet wet again, and he's just going to continue to get better as the year goes on. Aiden, we talked to you the week before
3: the game, and you gave us some thoughts on what you thought it could be like for you to return to play. Now that you've been through it, what was it like getting back out there after
4: missing a year? Honestly, after being out for Obviously, Robert doesn't want you to, to be t- heard out there. <laughs> We're scrambling. We're working on Here, it. Here, you want me to give you my headset? How Go about ahead. now, Aiden? Uh, there can you, you hear go. me now? Yeah. All right. Thank
7: uh, you. The first game, honestly, the first the first half felt a little surreal. I was kind of, it felt weird being back out there. But I feel like the second half, I settled back in. Was definitely a lot more comfortable. I feel like I played a lot better in the second half. Was there a moment where you said, "I'm back"? Was it that quarterback sack? Was it, it another? It was, it was that sack. And uh, if you were on the sideline, you may have heard me say that a few <laughs> times. <laughs> Uh, All right, how do you feel defensively
3: the front played? I mean, obviously we know it was on the scoreboard, but but take us a little bit deeper in the detail of what you guys did Saturday.
7: I feel like our front four, we've always been really good. We've always had a a strong presence up front every year I've been here, and I think we're just kind of continuing that tradition. Marlam and Jeremiah, great players. They, They play their tails off every game. They make super, super talented plays like the one Marlam had. And even the guys behind him, uh, Xander Barnett comes in every game, gives crazy good effort. Mm -hmm. And then uh, next to me, I have Stocklinski and Fitz. Both of those guys, younger guys, getting their first starts last year. They've really progressed a lot. We're in the film room all the time together. And they're just trying to learn as much as they can to improve. So
3: you were telling us last year you almost acted like a, a player coach to those guys, to Matei and to, to Carson. What was it like now playing with them and putting the shoulder pads and the helmet on with those guys?
7: It was nice because even though I hadn't played with them before, it felt like we already had a chemistry together, and we were able to communicate and get things, get things done where we needed to be, even though we didn't have those re- plays and reps together.
3: How would you come out? Of the game, I mean, obviously, your first competitive game in a, in a year.
7: Uh, I felt really good, actually. I was huh. honestly kind of surprised. Everything felt good. My body felt good, and I was ready to attack the week. Russ, how good do you feel about that rotation, particularly with those three guys with Matey and Carson, who are
3: back from last year? Carson, a great story coming over from offensive line to defensive line, and Matey, the the transfer from James Madison.
4: Yeah, when we lost we, when we lost him in the summertime, you know, it was. Uh, it was a scary deal um and uh so when we moved stock over there stock just it was pretty decent early but got better and better and then mate it was his first time playing college football um and those guys got so much experience and then adding him back into the mix is huge um you know he's again he's he's a great leader and uh it plays extremely hard and is a talented football player absolutely
3: and a leader as you said on this team so let's go there a little bit Aiden how about what you guys as veterans have to do coming off of Saturday and moving forward and how
7: you felt this week has gone so far coming off this past weekend we had to flush it, the, the veterans. We had to get in those young guys' ears, flush it. We got to move on. It's all about us. It's about nobody else outside of our building. It's all about us and how we work this week. And I feel like we had two good practices this week, everyone very locked in. You see a lot of people in the film room later in the day after their classes, making sure they can be the best they can for this week.
3: A little bit different then this week. Is that, is that fair to say? How did, how did all the guys kind of handle
7: a little bit more intensity, I would say, in practice? I feel like we handled it well. I can't really speak for the offense, but on the defensive side, we, we've been just attacking practice every day. Every rep, we've been trying to get it right, do the best we can, make sure we're prepared in the best way possible for this week.
3: You guys probably like it that way on the defensive yeah, side. Definitely. Don't you, a little bit. Um, all right, how about coming up here? And I mentioned it with Coach. It really doesn't matter necessarily who the opponent is this week. As you just said, you guys got to get better. You got to do it amongst who's in our building But what about the opportunity to go to Michigan State and play this game?
7: Oh, I always love playing in these FBS games. Uh, I like the big stadium. I like the environment. I like the crowd. So I think we just got to come out like we come out every game and just embrace that, embrace the environment and get after it. Rush, you made a a couple of adjustments. I noticed certainly coming out to
3: practice uh, yesterday, as you said, we're scheming for Michigan State, but you added some more crowd
4: noise into the stadium yesterday (laughs) to kind of help prepare these guys a little bit shocked shocked that the uh law school didn't call us up and tell us to turn it <laughs> off to be honest with you or a neighbor um but we we wanted to make sure we didn't blare it over uh the speakers up top so we put a speaker down there and put it right next to the offense and uh I, i'm not sure if anybody kind of heard it in, in the campus there but it was it was actually pretty loud and um uh, thanks to a day and chris williams to get that done for us and uh so, uh, you know, it was uh, – I, I, I we normally get somebody calling us and say uh, – but I figured it was a hot day. The windows are going to be closed. So, uh, I didn't have an issue. Nope, nobody called. Thank you. That's pretty good. Yeah, you may do that again if,
3: if you need to do that. Um, All right, Aiden, let's talk a little more about that. You've obviously watched a lot of their tape. Uh, This is unusual for Richmond to play a Big Ten team. What pops out at you off of what you saw on tape of of their offense? They've got a young quarterback who's in his first year as a starter. Ironically, he's actually a Virginia Virginia guy from Northern
7: Virginia. What did you see from their offense? Uh, Obviously, they're very talented across the board. But the one thing that really stuck out to me was how they run their offense a lot of more downhill runs which i think pairs well with our defense because first thing we got to stop the run and if they're going to run the ball downhill I, I i like our defensive scheme against that
3: hey russ uh, were you at all aware of uh, noah kim their quarterback i mean i know he's from northern northern virginia obviously at michigan state now
4: no i i, I uh, till you said that i didn't know he was from northern virginia um you know, you know. Sometimes in the recruiting process, you know, if they're getting recruited by Michigan State, then then we're not involved at all. So, um, but um, you know, he's. I think he's a pretty talented player now. He, he throws a good ball. Um, I think he can move well enough. Uh, looks like he he commanded the offense for his first time out there. So, um, I, I think he's probably a, a pretty good pretty good guy for them.
3: And he kind of said the same thing. Somebody. Up there in East Lansing, one of the reporters asked him if he had any connection with Richmond, and he said no. He really hadn't been. He said, maybe I went to a practice or something <laughs> once. But, but that was about it. And like, like you said, he was being recruited by uh, 10 school, so he was certainly zeroed in on that. Uh, Aiden, a little more on their offensive line, what you're seeing there. Uh, Marlon Lewis had told us yesterday, hey, Morgan State had some big guys. In fact, there was one that was almost 400 pounds that you guys had to deal with with last week. Uh, uh, Talent and size this week for Michigan State?
7: Yeah, they're obviously very talented guys up front. They're really good with their hands, real patient. They're big guys, obviously, a lot of them, 6'4", 300 plus, but I like I like our D tackles and our D ends against them because we're used to playing against those big guys in the CA. You get a lot of guys around that size as well.
4: Yeah, we like our defensive line guys too, for
7: sure. But the, but the key point
4: was big and talented. Yeah. All right. So you, there ain't no comparison to anybody that we're going to play this year. Big. And talented. <laughs> and I wasn't trying to compare
3: them to Morgan Yeah, uh, that, just, don't do that. Just, <laughs> I will. Though, just right. the one guy. And Marlon brought it up that they had one guy that was like 390 pounds, I think. One guy for Morgan State. And obviously, uh, they've got a room full of them at at Michigan State. All right, bottom of the hour. Let's take a break. we come back on the other side, Aiden, I want you to take us a little behind the scenes on a lot of the things that you had to work through last year um, and how you were able to do what you did to get back on the field as you did on Saturday moving forward uh, this season. So we'll continue with Aiden Murray, our special player guest, Coach Russ Huseman. He's going to dive into a really good-looking burger that he's got in front of him here at the Brass Tap. We've got a good crowd in-house. Hope they're enjoying lunch as well and we're going to be here every thursday from noon to one during the college football season for behind the web it's right here it's live on the home of the spiders 1061 espn the
6: chance for your child to be the kickoff kid at the richmond spiders football game versus elon on november 11th included in this awesome opportunity are four tickets four field passes and one parking pass to the game Enter for your chance to go on the field and have your child retrieve the kickoff tee at www.richmondspiders.com forward slash va 529 kickoff kid. Brought to you by Virginia 529, the official college savings plan of the Richmond Spiders.
2: It's game on at World of Beer Bar and Kitchen in Short Pump. Head to World of Beer Bar and Kitchen in Short Pump for all NFL and college football games. And Enjoy happy hour all day on Thursdays, as well as weekend brunch. With 40-plus beers on tap, 350 more in the cooler, and a full food and cocktail menu. World of Beer Bar and Kitchen is your football watch party destination.
5: At the University of Richmond School of Professional and Continuing Studies, our students are driven by change. They arrive with a variety of professional and educational experiences, the determination to do more, and an unbelievable ambition to succeed. Through undergraduate and graduate degree programs, professional certificates, boot camps, and professional training and development programs, our students gain the tools and knowledge to better themselves and the organizations they serve. Learn more about how we help adults students drive change at spcs.richmond.edu. We've
6: teamed up with Bryant Heating and Cooling for a special enter-to-win opportunity at all Spider football home games this season. One winner per game will receive four tickets and exclusive access to the climate-controlled Bryant Heating and Cooling Comfort Suite at Robin Stadium. Each winner will also receive a $100 concessions voucher, a dedicated comfort concierge, and get to watch the game from the comfort of indoor seating. Visit richmondspiders.com slash Bryant and enter to win today. Bryant Heating and Cooling, whatever it takes takes
0: let's get back to the show behind the web live from the brass tap at Libbyville midtown once again here's bob black on the spiders sports network and 106.1 espn baker scrambles
3: baker sacked back at about the 27 yard line as the spiders were coming that time and richmond comes up with a loose football Marlon Lewis has it in his hand and the Spiders are dancing. They've got it back. You can't ask for more than this defense. Lewis took it right away from him. Great play by Marlon Lewis. Anthony hands off and this time Spiders win the battle of that line of scrimmage. Aiden Murray again along with Jeremiah Grant, the other defensive end. And Aiden Murray is our player guest here this afternoon. I'm behind the web from uh, the Brass Tap at Midtown right on Staples Mill Road. I guess, Aiden, when, when you hear a call like that and, and each time you've got a defensive end with you making a tackle, the scheme is probably working. How, how do you feel about that?
7: Yeah, I mean, Coach Wood has us locked in every week. We, we really look to him when we're in those situations and – he dials up a great scheme every week, and I have all the trust in the world for him. There's no one I'd rather play for.
3: Uh, were you on the field on Marlam's strip sack? I was not uh, you on weren't. the field. All right, so did
7: you see it? Because
3: we were kidding with him yesterday, and it was like nobody really saw it until he came out of there dancing with the football.
7: I didn't really see it either. I just saw him on the ground in there come out running with the ball, and I was like, oh. Sweet. <laughs> yeah, that was a, a great play by him. And then you were involved
3: in that other tackle for loss with, with Jeremiah, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, good, good play there as well. All right, the fact that you're playing, I think, is, is a headline story right now, coming back after missing all of last year. I, I guess, Aiden, as it turned out, there was one on each side of the ball, right, because Gavin Lamp yeah. missed last year. I mean, did you guys commiserate? How did, how did you guys kind of handle last uh, year?
7: We actually got a lot closer together just as people and as friends, spending a lot of time together in the training room, on the sidelines, but we really took it on together. We're actually having a little competition see who can get comeback player of the year. Oh wow! Uh, you think you got the lead right now? Maybe I don't know. Bit. We're just gonna have to see. All
3: right, we'll wait till the, you guys get graded every week, right? So yep. we'll see uh, who might who might. That's a good one to keep an eye on there. Uh, competition is a good thing; it, it, yep. it breeds success. No question about that. All right, from your perspective, let's go back to last year when the injury first happened. Um, kind of and coach mentioned it it was it was close to the start of the season you were getting ready to be a captain mm. all of that mentally and emotionally how did you start the process of dealing
7: uh, with uh so the the first like week two weeks were pretty hard but i kind of sat with myself and i was like i can either be miserable or i can spend this as a positive take some time to step back from the game of football watch it from a different perspective and help out these young guys so i decided to just kind of change my mentality and worked to help those young guys, worked to help everybody else on the team in any way I could, so I tried to change it to a positive.
3: Russ, when you have season-ending injuries like that, are there things that you as a head coach or Justin as the defensive coordinator uh, or Winston and Adam on the offensive side for Gavin Lamp, that you you sit them down and you talk to them about both the emotional side of it and also the strategy of getting them back?
4: Well, the the thing that we do, and I've always believed in this, is – you know, keep them a part of your team. So, like, Gavin and uh, Aiden went out on every trip with us. They were on the sideline, and we'll do that again. Anybody that's anybody that's got a season-ending injury uh, or one of our older guys, I mean, we make sure that that's how we're including them in. Now, as far as, you know, I, I don't think anybody had to go up and hug Aiden and tell him, man, I, I feel for you, you're going to come back. You know, because he doesn't need that, but you know, some probably do. But um, you know, Aiden knew he was going to come back. We knew he was going to come back, and uh, uh, there's no question about that. But you know, he was heavily involved in our football season last year. Gavin Lamp also was heavily involved in the in the in the program, and and I think that's kind of how you keep them. You know, it's not like well. All right, we only get fifty-six on a travel squad. Oh man, how can we take Aiden and Gavin on this one? We got to take, you know, and we didn't. We we, we said they're coming, and then we'll figure out the travel squad from there. Right. Aiden, you were coming back medically, uh, confident of that, but that
3: meant you were coming back for your sixth year. Did that ever? Enter into that, and that's way more common now than it was pre pandemic, certainly. But did that ever enter into it that, well, I'm going to be a a college athlete and student for my sixth year?
7: It definitely was a little weird, but it allowed me to get my graduate degree, so I kind of looked at it as a positive. I'm I'm I was physics undergrad, and now I'm in the Master of Liberal Arts program, so I'm just taking advantage of this, trying to get my master's degree as well.
3: Well, that's interesting. What's the academic side of this been like through the injury when you really didn't have football, and now that, as you said, you're able to get that grad degree?
7: During the injury, it was kind of easier to get schoolwork done. I was actually finishing up my uh, physics classes that fall semester, so it gave me a little more time to dive in. Physics and uh, my graduate project so it made things a little bit easier but coming back now the MLA program's super great because it allows me to kind of pick classes I really want to take and round out my education outside of just science and math to allow me to take more social science classes or history classes which i'm really excited about uh... you're making a lot of our spider fans very happy because a lot of them in attendance always come
3: up and say bob be sure you ask the players about their academic side and their classes so there's a lot of smiles and nodding heads a positive way out there this dude worked i'm telling you he
4: worked he would be up in the office, and he, he liked to do his school work. He'd be up in the office and say, hey, Aiden, what are you doing, watching a little film? he said, oh, man, I'm on problem number two in physics. You know. And uh, yeah. Did you help him with problem number two, uh, Russ? And I walked out as quickly as possible. But he, he was really, I mean, a, a, a dedicated student. But, it, it, you know, and, and you've got to budget your time. When you're doing something like that, you can say all you want that's not easy and um you know for for him to get a degree like that to be the type of player that he he is for us is you know and he gets into grad school and it's like a breath of fresh air for him yeah, yeah. I mean he's not you know he's not on problem number two <laughs> uh, don't say that too loudly Aiden mm-hmm. I think the grad
3: school <laughs> people will make it harder on the next group that comes comes through there
7: oh no all my grad classes has been great it's just yeah. nice getting out of A little bit more like math dense and very problem intensive work to kind of do a little bit more reading, a little bit more interpretation of what the readings mean, and kind of develop my own ideas that aren't just theories and numbers, which I I still love doing, but it's just nice to kind of round it out a little bit.
3: Yeah. Um, so you're in your sixth year. You're you're not alone in that regard. Uh, Dante Black, Aaron Banks, Mylan Howard, also all sixth year guys. I think I uh, I got them all. I, I'm sure I did. I'm reading right off of Christian's notes, and I know they're they're <laughs> accurate. Do you guys talk at all a little bit about that? About you know the amount of time that you have spent. I know Dante obviously was a was a transfer, but the rest of you guys uh, spending as much time as you have on the Richmond campus.
7: Yeah, we kind of talk about it. In the sense of football, we're, we're just talking about laying it all out because this is really like the last year we can, we can all be together most likely. So we want to be together, do the best we can, work as hard as we can because we've been here for a long time. We've seen a lot of stuff, been through a lot of adversity, and we're just ready to go.
3: Ross, as a coach, um, how, it's changing times, right? I mean, when you started, there was no such thing as a guy being here for six years how have have you as coaches kind of adapted to that and everything that it it could trickle down the domino effect of of shaping your roster
4: yeah it's been uh you know roster management for the last three or four years since covid and they all got the extra year you know i'll, I'll be kind of happy when when it's all that all phases out and these guys are back to five years and you know you redshirt them and and uh, those types of things but you know it was it was the the Obviously, the COVID year was was misery, and uh, you know, and, and but these guys are getting a chance to take advantage of that, and uh, I think in another year, then then everybody will be kind of out of it, and we'll be back to normal. All right, Aiden,
3: take us behind the scenes a little bit on your, you know, rehabilitation, the recovery process. Obviously, you didn't do this alone. There had to be support staff, and I'm sure there were their families supporting you. But how about from that perspective, the process, just the the strength and conditioning recovery for you?
7: Just kind of coming back from it. There was a lot I had to go through. I can't lie, but every day I just kind of came in with a good mindset. Coming into the training room, everybody in the training room was great. They're always positive, trying to positive trying to help me in every way they can may that be working out in the weight room or extra stretching or just like checking in seeing how I'm doing mentally dealing with the injury everyone was great a lot of hard work was put in but Everybody around me was so great. There was nothing I could do to disappoint them.
3: Yeah, did you make some new best friends amongst the athletic trainers? <laughs> Definitely. Bit? You must have spent an awful lot of time with them, huh? Yeah. Yeah, for, for sure. Uh, all worth it, I would think, by, yep. the, time you got, by the time you got to Saturday. Uh, we saw you a lot last year, actually in the press box, during practices and sometimes during games. What did that perspective kind of give you where you literally could see the whole field and not just the trenches?
7: It, it, was, it was really interesting because you see it more as like you can, kind of see the X's and O's more coming into play instead of just like how individual players are performing, how things are being fit. So it was really interesting. It allowed me to kind of take a step back and learn more about not only our defense and our offense, but just football overall as a game. I feel like it really helped my football IQ to see how things developed from that perspective. So I, I think it helped me overall. What would you do with that dang scooter? Uh, I, I gave it back. I gave it back.
3: <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't, like, throw it in a dumpster. Or, I thought about or, or, it. Or, or, I'll bet you. That, that had to be, like, the hardest part, wasn't it? Just Yeah. Yeah, going around on that thing. And I'm sure you heard a few things about it, too. Yeah. yeah. You're Probably laughing. from me. I was just going to say, you're laughing, Coach. How come? Did I get after you a couple times on that scooter? <laughs> yeah, once or yeah. twice. <laughs> All right, I'll finish up with you, and We'll let you go finish up uh, uh, lunch. And, again, we're not hurrying this along by any stretch of the imagination, but What have you thought about after you're finally done with six years at the University of Richmond? Pretty sure there is no seventh year, as as you
7: said. Uh, Yeah, I I don't think I could do a seventh year, but (laughs) after this, I think I'm just going to take my shot at the NFL, train, do whatever I can to make it there uh, because my father played in the NFL, and it's always been a dream for me. So. Just going to take my shot, do whatever I can. Uh, Dreams do come
3: true. When you work as
7: hard as you did, you certainly deserve it. Aiden Murray, everyone, Uh, thank you for being our first
3: guest on Behind the Web.
7: Thank you for having me on.
3: Alright, we'll take a time out. We'll come back. We have one more segment with uh, Coach Huseman. We'll do that. We'll preview a little more this week against Michigan State as well. We appreciate the crowd that is here at the Brass Tap. It is pretty much right around the corner uh, from the University of Richmond campus. They got the wings, the burgers. Both of these guys can attest to that. Tacos, salads. They got some great pizza. Old world style pizza. Something for everyone. So we hope you'll come out and join us for lunch. Thursdays from noon to one for Behind the Web. And of course, they're open for lunch and dinner and late night afterwards as well and all the football games here as well beginning with the nfl opener tonight and catch all the action right here at the brass tap great times well crafted we'll wrap it up for our season premiere edition of behind the web in just a moment 1061 espn
1: Fashion. With tons of televisions, the brass tap's the best place to watch your favorite team, and the brass tap has great food and cold drinks to enjoy while you catch the game. Join Richmond Spiderhead football coach Russ Husman and Bob Black every Thursday during football season at our Richmond location at Libby Mill Midtown from noon to one for Behind the Web as they talk spider football and break down upcoming matchups. Enjoy signature brass tap classic pizzas all day Thursday for just $10. The brass tap, great times, well
2: crafted did. Buying a vehicle is like buying a house. Many aspects of the purchase can lead to questions. Fortunately, Lux Chevrolet and Ashland has 100 years of experience to help their customers buy their next Chevy or used vehicle. They combine a modern interactive website, at luxchevrolet.com, with old-school customer service to make the entire process easy. So don't buy from some online startup Put your trust with Lux Chevrolet in Ashland, 804-798-9261, or online at LuxChevrolet.com. You're a local dealer with worldly
0: experience. Keeping you up to date with Richmond Football, this is Behind the Web Live. From the brass tap at Libby Mill Midtown on 1061 ESPN. This is the Spider Sports Network.
3: Bob Black back with you with Spider Head Coach Russ Huseman. If you have questions or comments here in our closing segment, by all means, there's time for you to get those in. 804-327-0888. That's our text line. Or behind the web at richmond.edu is our email. Spiders at Michigan State. Saturday, uh, Kick time is set for 3.40 from Spartan Stadium, and we'll be on the air at 3 o'clock. And by we, I mean Matt Smith on the sideline, and Matt is actually here in attendance today, familiar face for Coach Usman. But Chris Anderson not making this trip with us this week. So, Russ, we've brought back an oldie but a goodie. Your buddy Jasmine Coleman is coming along for the ride and doing his old analyst role once again. Man, I I can't
4: I can't wait to give Jazz a hug. <laughs> love Jazz. I <laughs> thought you were going to say, I can't wait to give Jazz a hard time. No. But no, you can I do that him. as well. Yeah, he's, he's fantastic. Now, remember, he
3: was in the booth when we won the national championship, so there's some good karma working there. So uh, Jazz is coming back with us. I know he's excited to be on the trip. So we'll reunite the, uh, the old gang from the championship oh, he's years. He's getting on the plane with yeah, us? Yeah, he's coming on the plane. He's doing the whole thing. Man, we're taking good care of him. We are taking good care of him. Absolutely. So Matt Jazz and I will have the call uh, so you can go back again, which we will do. And we'll be on the air at 3 o'clock and then kick at about 340. I think we've talked about this several times, Russ, but just kind of how this game came about. Love to play that FBS game every year. Normally it's like a Virginia, Virginia Tech boston college nc state that kind of team this one's a little bit out of our footprint isn't it
4: yeah and and i think i said this maybe at the monday breakfast and and you know i haven't talked to john since but i i would guess john you know had some kind of input into this uh david walsh at the time i guess this was a couple years ago that we made the decision to play him and Really, I, I I don't have anything to do with it. I, they just come in and say, "Hey, what do you think about playing Michigan State?" and and I said, "Yeah, I'd love to play them." And um, but uh, you know, John with his Big Ten ties, and obviously with with Iowa, and um, I, you know, maybe you know, maybe we'll play uh, you know other people moving down the road there in the Big Ten. I, I don't know, but um, it, it's pretty it's pretty cool to do it. I mean, I, you know, you like to play Virginia, Virginia Tech, and those people, but. To get to play a Big Ten team is, is, is pretty awesome. Yeah. I guess the only Big Ten team we've played was Maryland uh, a few years
3: back. And, and even that, a little bit of an a- asterisk because we still think of them as an ACC mm-hmm. team as opposed to Big Ten. But now you're getting a legit uh, Big Ten team this time around in Michigan State. Have you ever
4: been there? I have not. Not me either. I know. I've been to a bunch, a bunch, but uh, have not been uh, to Michigan State. Now you have not shied away from
3: playing games like this, right? When you were at Chattanooga, you guys played Alabama a couple of times, didn't three you? Three times, three times. Mm-hmm. So you're okay with, you know, bring them on kind of thing, no matter what conference they may happen to be.
4: For I mean, they're 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 fun games to yeah. play. I mean, uh, our, our guys love it, and you know, it'll be a great atmosphere there. I I, I know, and it'll be cra- a good crowd and noise and. You know all the things you look for there. Um, you know when you go play these games. Uh, you know we played Virginia last year, and, and I don't think there was a tremendous crowd. And I, I don't even know if we practiced noise on that one or not. I don't remember it. Anyway. But uh, this one, I think it'll be loud, um, and it'll be it'll probably be pretty crowded. All right. Uh, once again, what did you see
3: from them as, as you popped that tape on? I think they were up, uh, maybe only like ten-seven at halftime, on Central Michigan, and then uh, scored three touchdowns in the second half. And obviously, their their defense uh, locked down and and shut them out in the second half.
4: Yeah, uh, they they played great defense the whole game there, and and they're, you know, I think this I don't think this this is by far the best defensive front we'll see all year. There's not even it's not even close. Uh, uh, you know, you can't even say, "Well, uh, they're comparable. no, it's it's the best one we'll see by a long shot. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Adam Ross was there. Uh, my last year, we played Alabama, and they had a pretty good team and and Adam was the offensive line coach, and you know he he compared these guys to those types of players at Alabama. <laughs> so um you know they're gonna be good. You know, one th- they got wideouts that have made some really nice catches in the Central Michigan game. Uh, quarterback got it up, threw it up, and, and made some really nice catches. You know, they lost the uh, uh, – this will just kind of tell you what kind of players that they're getting at Michigan State. They – you know, they lost their wideout last year who transferred to Florida, Florida State. And I yeah. guess he had three touchdowns yeah. in the game <laughs> against LSU. Um, and they lost their quarterback who became a starter somewhere else. Uh uh, so, you know, they, 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 they have a lot of talented players there. Uh, I think we've had one guy who actually has
3: been there to, to be on a travel party, and that's Nick Janeiro. When he was at Maryland, I think they did play at Michigan State. I don't think he played in that game necessarily. He but, made the trip? But he made the trip. I asked him about it yesterday. Oh, good for him. Yeah, so he knows a little bit about the atmosphere and the noise and what you're going up against, and maybe he's shared some of that with his teammates, huh? Maybe. I guess. Maybe. Uh, we'll see uh, on on uh, on Saturday. Hey, anybody else uh, for from the Spiders, maybe some of the younger guys who got a little bit of time Saturday? Anybody that, uh, you know, I know obviously all disappointed and agitated with what happened, but any of the younger guys that, that maybe showed a little bit of something for you on Saturday or not yet?
4: Uh, probably, probably, I mean, obviously Stock, uh, yeah, D'Angelo yeah, Stocker played it quite a bit. Uh, And did a nice job out there. Um, You know, you gave uh, Landon Ellis some time, didn't you? He's going to get more time. Yeah, yeah. And then Jamal Brown, our freshman running back, will play uh, this week now. And we had kind of said we're going to play him, and they didn't get him in the game. And uh, but we're going to we're going to make we're going he's going to play in this game, and Landon's going to play more. And so those two freshmen, Matt Trainer. is gonna. You guys will see him on uh, special teams. We just put him on three, and uh, and basically put him on three because he was absolutely destroying our offense as a scout team guy. Um, and destroy. You know, we had him as a backup because we want. We knew we wanted to play him in four games, and so this is going to be one of the four we play him in. And he, he's pretty excited. I called him in the office and told him and told him how proud I was of him, and how hard he's working, and. And, uh, you know, one, you know, like he, he, he is conscientious. Uh, I mean, he's going to be a star here someday. And are these all –
3: uh, guys freshmen who are still ticketed to just play four games or are some of them potentially
4: just we are no, going with right them. now we're going to play landon uh the whole year and we're going to play jamal probably the whole year okay the rest of them will just be we'll sprinkle into four games
3: yep. and, and you you still obviously uh not crazy about the the pandemic extra year and all but this
4: four game thing is pretty good for you it's guys good. as coaches it's do. good for everybody I, I think it's great i mean for You know, for these guys to have the opportunity, like like last year, uh, Zach Chambers, you know, he played in four games and ran down on kickoff. And and, uh, really, it's, you know, to get that kind of experience – is huge for him so um, you know I think I think we're going to continue obviously we're, we're going to continue we're going to get guys four games mm-hmm. as we move forward uh, you were asked this at the breakfast uh, a couple Mondays
3: ago as well and that's the new rules that we're now playing with I don't know that they're major but they they can be impactful uh, did the clock not stopping after first downs impact anything number of plays in the game was it significantly less did you even
4: even notice it? Uh, Didn't notice it uh, during the course of the game. I don't think anybody really noticed it during the course of a game. Um, You know, we didn't go back and say, well, uh, well, we we probably could have had, you know, instead of this amount of snaps, this amount – because it doesn't make any difference. It is what it is right now, and uh, you just – when the clock's running, you just keep running plays and – and and go from there. And again, in the last two minutes, it's still going to stop, right, to to, to move the chains. And I had kind of noticed this. In
3: recent years, they weren't waiting, like, for the chain gang to move and get set. And all of that, they were they were sn- starting that clock pretty quickly anyway, right? I mean, it correct. not I mean, three four it's seconds, four right? seconds max. Yeah, yeah. Four and, seconds. Then, and then the other one that people probably saw was that the referee, <clears throat> very similar to the NFL, now also has a monitor on the sideline when
4: they review a play. So, is it now the referee making the call, no. or how's that working? Still up top, the the, the uh, replay guy makes all the final decisions, the referee is just there to kind of, here's what we saw down on the field, and here's why we called it this way. But ultimately, the guy up top makes the decision, and it's just it's just an extra set of, of eyes and, and and a little bit more input into it. Which uh, you like, because as you also pointed out, really would have helped last year at that Sacramento <laughs> State game, wouldn't it, if the
3: referee could have seen the uh, yeah, fumble? Yeah, I mean, that- I'm
4: not sure, but um, – you know they, they, you know we got the one uh, where they said we fu- we recovered the fumble on the sideline. Man, I never thought they would uphold that one. Hmm. Um, and then and then with Ye, you know you couldn't you you couldn't really tell whether he possessed it completely. Um, so I think we got one and won one one lost one there. And then we got the fourth down, but yeah, you know, but, you know both those <laughs> spots third and very fourth good. down, yeah, right? they weren't yeah. very good and. Uh, so, <clears throat> thank goodness we got those.
3: Hey, real quick, I know you are 100% focused on our guys and our team, but did you glance around at all at the CAA and see anything that's going on? Uh, you know, Obviously, I think most of our teams are doing what we're doing and playing some FBSs the first couple weeks of the season.
4: Yeah, I know. So, I was kind of looking at your at your board there, and I know uh, Delaware's got Penn State this week, and uh, New Hampshire's got Central Michigan. So, um again i'm not real sure who else has got anybody there but uh not i really didn't look closely at it to be honest with you hey i got a really important question for either you
3: or john hart or ryan colton or steve butler who are all here today would we ever schedule a game at hawaii like albany is going to play this
4: week albany at hawaii how's that for geography Uh, John, give me a nod, yay or nay, on that one. (laughs) Man, how would you handle that trip? I don't know. That's uh, you're you're going a long way. I, I think uh, Ryan and John and Steve and the rest of those guys give a thumbs up. I give a thumbs down <laughs> yes, to it for yes, sure. Yes. Yeah, uh,
3: just just the what it would take out of your your guys and your team to make that kind of trip, right?
4: Yeah, I mean, w- w- what what sense does it make? It's not like you're going to go and you're going to go out on the beach right. and, and tour and do all that. You you fly in, you go to the hotel. Yep. Get up next day, you play the game, you fly out, yep. and. Uh, Now, maybe that's not how Albany's doing it. I don't know. I think Aiden has a different itinerary for that game if he happened to play it. He would come back for his seventh year
3: if he could get us Hawaii next. I'm kidding. Uh, Let's focus back in on this one. We're heading up to East Lansing, Michigan on Saturday. Again, Aiden Murray, thank you for being our guest at at Coaches, but thanks for the season premiere behind the web. We'll see you at Spartan Stadium and then back here next Thursday. Thanks, Bobby. You're the best, man. Robert Oli producing On Location and A.J. in our studio. I'll talk to you this afternoon at 4 with the Sports Huddle. Everyone, thank you for being out here today at the Brass Tap. We'll see you next Thursday at high noon.
0: You've been listening to Behind the Web from Glory Days Grill and the Glen Eagle Shopping Center featuring head coach Russ Huseman. Today's show has been brought to you by The University of Richmond School of Professional and Continuing Studies. Bryant Heating and Cooling. World of Beer. Lux Chevrolet and Virginia 529. Join us throughout the college football season for Behind the Web presented by Glory Days Grill. Thanks for listening and stay in touch with Richmond Athletics on the flagship station of the Spider Sports Network, ESPN Richmond. Executive producer, Robert Olie This has been a presentation of PlayFly Sports in association with Richmond Sports Properties.